Do you know how I knew your name was Doc? You know I can't give you the keys, right, babe? I mean, I guess I'm a pretty sick guy. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. Jack Crawford sent a trainee to me. Don't put it in your pocket, it's your lucky water. I had a dream about this place. Then I woke up. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Brackets and B-Rolls, the podcast that brings together March Madness and movies in the best motherfreaking way possible. And it's me, your host, Fly Guy Motherfreaking Ty, a.k.a. Ty, with you as always. And with me as always, my boy, my ride or die, my homie, my co-host. Let the people know who you are, man. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Quattro. I'm back on the mic. How y'all doing today, baby? We love to hear that. We love to hear it. I... How you doing, man? Bro, I'm good, man. I, I'm honestly chilling right now. I cannot complain. Great, how are you? bro. Great, you, know, bro. you always ask me how I'm doing. How are you doing today? Um, honestly, I don't really give a fuck, but like, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, people ask you that, and then you just be like, like, how are you? And then, like, you really just be expecting, like, a, I'm straight, like, I'm good, and then that's it. But, like, some people, like, really break out into song about, like, they life and you nah, like damn real. i really just wanted i didn't like really a, care all that much yeah i really did why do we keep asking each other that then uh because i feel like it's just about being polite like i just feel like there there's a sense of but you gotta understand like that could go the way you really don't want it to go yeah but like i feel like that's a that's a chance you take when you decide to when you wake up and that. choose politeness i'm gonna wake up and not choose that no more like I'm, gonna, I'm just hey hi like if i want to know how you doing i'm gonna ask you how you doing and if i don't want to know i'm not gonna ask I feel like that's a perfectly reasonable yeah, approach. It is. Yeah. I come hey. in the room and be like, hey Ty. Yeah. Nothing else. Don't care how you're doing. It's on yeah. my ass. What what so what I, I say to this, what if you're in a room and you say, Yo, what's up, Ty? And I'm like, Yo, what's up, Ty? Uh how you doing today? Like, I'll give you I'll be like, I am chilling. I'm good. That's dope. Like, that's and it. And then and then like I feel like your your diction and tone is gonna let me know if you want me to expound got you, upon that got question. You, got you, got you. Right. So my thing is though, are you not concerned about somebody thinking that you're a dickhead for not returning the question? No. Okay. Fair. Hey, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's a man. He can speak for himself. I still assume my gender, but okay. I never told you I was a man, but all right. Let's go on to the next thing, though. And Dude. Anyway, if you're on this episode, you've listened. Hopefully, you've listened to the previous five, and you've been enjoying our discussion and our views on the movies thus far. We still have two more episodes to get through eight whole movies, and I'm super excited. I don't know about you, Cyrus, but these are some fucking bangers of movies we got here. Factoid. Um, what we're doing differently from this season, though, if you are new, uh, and you did listen to the last season, welcome. Um, yeah, you know, welcome. But uh, instead of uh, last season, I don't know if you if you were here, uh, we just kind of did them arbitrarily, the order that we did this this season. We decided to do in release order for a, a multitude of reasons. I won't get into them here, but just know that we believe that uh, reviewing these in the order that we've been going in thus far, uh. It's just greatly benefited the show. We'll continue to do so. And I think that's just, it's just, it's just awesome. And I'm really excited to get into the rest of these movies. So enough enough of that shit. I'm, I'm tired of uh, rambling and trying to fill time. Um, oh, I guess in case you want to know, we got these movies from a French-British magazine called Marie Claire. Um, and we had, we started with 28 psychological thrillers. And now we have uh, eight left. We've made it through 20. Let's get started. Movie number one of the day. People, folks, we got Gone Girl, released in 2014, directed by David Fincher, written by Gillian Flynn, based on the novel by Gillian Flynn, starring Ben Affleck, Rosamund Pike, Neil Patrick Harris, and Tyler Perry, with a Rotten Tomatoes score of 87%, and a critic's consensus that reads, Dark, intelligent, and stylish to a fault, Gone Girl plays to director David Fincher's six strengths while bringing the best out of stars Ben Affleck and Rosamund Pike. We've had a look at your finances, Nick. $117,000 in credit card debt. What? I pulled up some of the merchandise there, this fun little splurges. I didn't buy any of this stuff. 
I don't even golf. I do. You bought great clothes. I like the robot dog. This is identity theft. This is a felony. We need to find out who did this. All right, well, let's talk about life insurance. Because in April, you bumped up Amy's life insurance to $1.2 million. Yes, I did. That was her idea. She wanted me to. You filed the paperwork. Because she told me to. Whoa. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. For sure? All right. She was pregnant. So, my question becomes... I don't want to talk to you again, ever, without a lawyer. Now, off top, what you feeling about Gone Girl, man? Why did you cast Tyler Perry in this movie? First of all, you asked me that like I was the casting director. Bro, somebody all, give me an answer. I'm asking everybody that that somebody's telling me something. So wait, so you don't like him in this movie? He was straight. He I dog, no bullshit. This might be my favorite thing I've ever seen Tyler Perry in. Like I think this is bro, the you best. You like Alex Cross, bro? It's true cinema, my nigga. Alex Cross is one of the greatest movies of all time. Yeah, see, I can't wait till five. we start. I can't wait till we get to video so I can zoom in. Because on that point, I would just zoom in on my straight face when he said that stupid shit. But, but um, no, nah, honestly, bro, like cinema. But we don't have to talk about that movie. Maybe no. season three, we'll talk about Alex Cross. It'll probably win next season. So anyway, uh, uh, but no, what, like, nah, he honestly was fine. It just was like. Visually, it was just like it is. It is like Tyler, it is crazy. Nigga. It is crazy. As someone, and I, I don't, I can't speak for all black people, of course, but like I know for us who grew up on Tyler Perry's shit, it's wild to see him in a movie that's like serious. And like, it does not happen often. Like it's not a often thing that he's in something that he didn't write and produce. Exactly, and it's like because by this point, I have a perception and opinion of like. Or not even an opinion, just like a perception of what these movies are like, or what his what his stuff is. Yes, just because like it's been that way for so long, it's yeah. the way I grew up with it. Yeah, and so to see him in an in a in a capacity that's different from that, because like most of the time in his shit, it's like comedic, and very rarely is he playing a serious character. I mean, he's right. fucking Medea. Like, so to see him be somebody uh, so like. Not likable, but likable in the same way that Saul from Breaking Bad is likable. He's a he's a sleazeball mm. and he uh, is slimy and you're not supposed to like him, but he's charismatic and he gets the job done. Now, that might be a bit of a generous uh, description of Tyler Perry's character since he's nowhere near as, I'd say, fleshed out as Saul. Yeah. But uh, still, he my point still stands. I liked what he did here. And it was so interesting just so because just because it's like. Whoa, I'm like I'm used to this. Yeah, it was, exactly. It was, it, was, it was a pleasant surprise. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, nah, honestly, um, Tyler Perry was fine. I, I liked his performance um as the lawyer, uh helping Ben Affleck get through the movie. But back to like just the overall Gone Girl, I really, really enjoyed that movie. Um, Ben Affleck is one of my favorite actors. I really enjoy watching him work in uh across from Rosamund Pike. Uh I haven't seen a lot from Rosamund Pike, at least that I, off the top of my head, I can't remember that I've seen. Only only most notable thing that I can remember seeing her in was uh, I Care A Lot uh, on Netflix. I was just about to ask, did you see that? Yeah, yeah, no, I really liked that with Peter Dinklage. Uh, that was also amazing. Y'all should definitely check that out. It's on Netflix. Um, but, nah, him and Rosamund Pike was just, ugh, amazing. Um, I liked the performances. I liked the, the thriller aspect uh, of trying to like figure out what happened to the wife, what happened to uh, like, did he kill her? Did he not? Uh, it, it really felt like um, the way that it kind of like structured the movie is very similar to another movie in this uh, section, The Handmaiden, mm. and how they broke it up. It, it feel like it's kind of broken in three parts, where you get his point of view, her point of view, the truth. Like literally, that's how relationships go. Like, and I like I like kind of that aspect too. They're like, there's like his side, her side, and there's the truth. And it's kind of and the two's kind of an amalgamation of both stories in a lot of the cases. So, um, and I will say I, I agree because, and that's another reason why I think uh, it's been a real benefit for us to watch the season in the order that we've yeah. been going in, just because we're able to see like the the similarities across these uh, across these films and the way that these films have like influenced one another. And I think that's a very common uh, just storytelling trope. Mm. Um, just like to just 
breaking down, structuring your story in that format of part one, part two, part three, part one being like one person's perspective, part two being another person's, and then part three being like the com- the combination of their perspectives coming together to form the truth. Yeah. Um, another really good example of that is, um, and it's actually, I think it's a lot more compelling when it's very, it's unclear what the truth is. Because yeah. it would be like Rashomon, uh, the 1950 um, Akira Kurosawa masterpiece. Uh, that movie is about um, a, basically a woman recounting, no, not, she's, uh, is she in it? Uh, Fuck, I can't remember. But basically, the, and it's um, it, this is the same premise as um, Ridley Scott's The Last Duel from last year. Uh, it's basically um, a woman is sexually assaulted, and the the three perspectives we have to follow are her assailant, her husband, uh, and her. And so they, this is the last duel you're talking about. Yeah, wow. the last duel is like that. And the last duel was low key. It was like that was one of my favorite movies last year. I think it was like top five for me. Um, but it was excellent and it is uh, like the movie has its problems and like there is some stuff that I would say mm. I would warn I would caution some people going into it and there are some graphic sequences but on the whole it's a very good movie because of like that storytelling device and the way that like you break your story up into that way just because it's 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 really interesting and it's and it's a good way to keep things compelling and it's also a good way because uh, it it reminds me a lot of my favorite um way that like, or no, not my favorite. Not my favorite way. The the way some of my favorite uh, novels as a kid, not even as a kid, just like still, like my favorite novels uh, break up their storytelling. Because um, in ensemble stories, like each chapter, not like every couple of chapters would be narrated by a different person, mm. and so that's how you get a chance to like look into the like the 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 psyche of whoever's. They're just the different characters involved, and you get to know everybody uh, on an individual level. And uh, just seeing that, I think seeing it on the big screen is nice. It's it's like a nice. Um, uh, it, it's a it's it's like a visual representation of like what I've been reading, and I think it just works as a as a device. And I think there's a reason why we keep seeing it, especially in this genre, because it is, it's like it's a good way to build tension because you can purposely leave shit out because you're just showing it from someone else's perspective. So you can play a lot with like situational and dramatic irony. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. It it was a very um nice touch in this movie. I also really like the dialogue in it. And I just like, I don't know what it is, but I really like the way Ben Affleck just delivers his lines. He's just, I don't know if it's, if it's his voice or just the way he like, he just, I could, you can tell there's a real understanding of what he's reading and what he's supposed to be doing. And he, he puts that out very well. Um, like the, the final monologue, like the passage, I'm sure he's reading from the actual book um, in the end is like my favorite part of the whole movie. Cause it's just like, what are we gonna do to each other? And then like it cuts to Rosamond Pike just like, oh, looking hang on. up at him. I guess uh spoilers for Oh Gone yeah. Girl. I mean, I don't know. Like right. I guess yeah, at this we point should. we should figure out how we're gonna I feel do like we this. should do alerts at the beginning of that very all four movies. Probably. But. I think that's what we'll do from from this moment forward. You heard it here for you heard it here for that that you um you had you 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 could you do you you want you you could do so you you do you could you you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything. You heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first, folks. Jeez, uh, you know. Jeez, jeepers, jeeper, jeeping leptons, sleeping leptons, holy cannoli. Shout out to Clay Thompson, the Golden State Warriors are the 2022 NBA champions. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> not the Warriors winning the finals. <laughs> no, we were not talking about that. Uh, shit. There was actually something we were talking about. You're talking about the spoiler alert. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So y'all, y'all got to listen firsthand on the process. We just made that decision from now on. Call us Joel. Trust and- it. Henceforth, uh, every season we'll have uh, spoiler warnings at the top of every episode. Whenever yeah. we're doing reviews, that is. Uh, but whatever. Who knows? Maybe I'll cut all this. Who gives a shit? Uh, next point. What else do you have to say, man? I re- Can y'all hear that? Wasn't a, lot, wasn't a lot going on for me personally in terms of cinematography. Yeah, Not- hang on, hang on. Can y'all hear that? You fucking broke it. Wow. It's the it's the arm that the microphone is You're attached to. Done. In case y'all were wondering, broke it. If you can hear it, sorry. I'm gonna try to take that out and post. 
but if it doesn't get taken out, it's what the fuck ever. It's a it's a mic. Think about far. I think it'll catch it. Let's see. Let's keep, find out. Keep going. I keep talking. No, I didn't catch it. We're good. You don't have to cut that out on post. Yeah. No, nah, just just for that, I'm gonna add the most obnoxious fart <laughs> and make everybody think that you yeah. just gross. It just blew my shit up. <laughs> shit like, right uh, did he shark? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> but no, nah, um, yeah, like I said, cinematography wise, there wasn't a lot going on for this movie, which isn't a knock. I just was like, oh, okay, cool. Like compared to the movies that we like have we've gotten to at this point of the game, uh, cinematography wise, like that was a that's a staple for a lot of them, and this one didn't have it, so it was like, oh, okay. But honestly, the amount going on in the story, like following it, just was enough for me. Um, I I don't know, I don't have a lot of negative things to say about this movie. Like I really fucking like this movie, mm-hmm. and like I'd forgotten because I I saw it like when it first came out way back when. 2014? Yeah. Wow. Um, like I said, big Ben Affleck fan. And then I don't even know if I would have appreciated it, but I uh, know I would have. But I definitely wouldn't appreciate it the way I do now. Yeah, no. Nah, it's um rewatching it was definitely gas. Gas. Great movie. Uh great things going on. What about you? What'd you think? Uh man, I'm I'm right there with you for a lot of the same reasons. I think the movie is great. Uh David Fincher is a director who's uh, filmography I'm a big fan of for the most part I haven't seen a couple things here and there but in general I'm a big fan of his big fan of his work the man does good stuff and Gone Girl is no different um, it's like you said Ben Affleck is great Rosamund Pike is great Tyler Perry is great uh, Carrie Coon is great um, Neil Patrick Harris was a little little underwhelming for me personally fact, I agree but um, like regardless the movie like has great performances he really uh brings a lot out of his actors and they everyone brings their a game to the table uh cinematics uh photographies wise i agree like there was nothing that necessarily stuck out yeah especially because like i do like it like i like the there's nothing particularly uh outstanding about this cinematography in terms of like um there's nothing there's not i don't off top of my head, there's not like a, a shot that I'm like, oh fuck, like that makes me like nut every yeah. time I see it. Uh, there's like a, the, but there there's the visual look of this film really like uh, does it for me because it's really like washed out and gray to really match like the overall feel of the movie. Like it's a like the movie like the, the we open up on like a real foggy um kind of just like cut like. Uh, not ominous, like a little, a little less scary and in, uh, uh, threatening than ominous, but it's still like it's, it's kind of in that same vein. But like just the overall feel of the way we open and it, it, uh, the movie kind of carries that through a lot of it. Like it's not a very bright, not a very vibrant, and not I won't say bright. I'll say not a very vibrant, not a very colorful movie. There's not a lot of moving uh stuff. No, there's not a lot of dynamism in uh the color department, but it it works. I think it's a very uh intentional uh it's supposed to look sterile. It almost has a sterile feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um let me see. Anything else? Uh I, I just think like from a writing like the story works. Like I just think this is really interesting just seeing a character as chaotic and psychotic as Amy Dunn. Um she she's up there in terms of uh antagonist as far as antagonists go and i mean i guess the uh i'm sure there's some people out there who would say that she's not the antagonist i personally think she probably like i think she's the antagonist i, I think we kind of we we like nick was no saint yeah but for sure nick but i'm trying to frame her for murder yeah like i definitely think like it's kind of as bad as like he wasn't great either but she also kind of started to cross some lines she broke there. laws so. yeah yeah she, <laughs> she crossed a couple lines there um it, but she was like she she was fucking running circles around that man. He was bro, so lost the whole movie. Bro, the he ain't whole no shit. Movie. He ain't no making us all, city boys down bad, bro, like awful, horrendous. Bro, he got to get traded, horrendous. Cause like we we all look dumb because of him, bro. Bro, she was just working, that Cook, man, bro, bro, frying his ass. Uh, I got to the end of the movie. He was on news like about. Hey, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I'm getting cooked, bro. Like, for real, like his look, his his face looked like that the whole time. Like his face <laughs> looked like, God damn, she is cooking me. I ain't gonna lie, I'm getting cooked. Bro. She is cooking my shit. Fuck. 
And she's like, and she's sitting there, like, when it got to, like, explaining, like, how she was doing it. And, like, she was just sitting there, like, bro, he's doing everything I knew he was going to do. Bro, like, the nigga is so predictable. And she is exploiting the hell out of that, bro. I wouldn't even say, like, bro, she he, she just paid more attention than no, my nigga. And I don't mean, like, exploit, like, in a bad way. I mean, yeah. it's obviously bad. But I mean exploit in the same way, like, a good offensive team exploits a bad yeah. defense. Like, she's just like, I know what you're going to do. You've been doing it X amount of time. You're not going to stop now. I'm just going to use it to my advantage. And... Props to her. She won the chess match. She, yeah. she played the shit out of the chess she match. She got to keep that nigga. Yeah. <laughs> None he can do about it. Yeah, yeah. I thought somebody that committed murder said something. Oh, okay. Go cook, go cook dinner, nigga. <laughs> like, what you thought? Oh, my God. Bro. And I ain't giving you kids. Bruh, tough. Do something. Tough. I like, thought so. Like, honestly, like, seeing that, I'm like, Damn. Like, once she returned, like, then he like, bro, I mean, like, ain't nobody gonna believe I did it twice. So, like... <laughs> Bro, <laughs> and uh, honestly, man, it like, like it definitely wasn't him. And you know what? Honestly, if I was a woman, I think uh, I don't think I personally would, but I definitely like I don't, and I don't agree. It's it's like that kind of thing. Like you know, I don't agree, but I understand. Like I like yeah, you see, you see some shit in, on the side of the, you see somebody doing something in the store. You like There's like reasons. you see you see a kid getting fucked up in the store by his parent. You like yeah. you know. I don't necessarily agree, but I get it. Like There's I understand. Reasons. I understand. You just don't do it. I, yeah, I, I understand <laughs> why, but I, I, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. I, I get it. But There's like, always gonna be a reason you just don't do it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, similar to that situation, I can like see a world where someone watches this movie and feels a level of empowerment because they see themselves in Amy Dunn for whatever reason. Uh, because she's a relatable person. She's got yeah, fair, mommy issues. Very much so. Uh, daddy issues too i guess i don't i don't remember actually now i think about it but i know for i mean she's got mommy issues as we all know uh and her marriage wasn't great uh nick was he wasn't routinely abusive but i think it was uh, the point is i get it like he wasn't a he wasn't a perfect husband uh they probably they definitely don't need to be together like they should have they they definitely do not need to be together uh but you know here they are so but i think that's enough about gone girl at this point um I kind of, I kind of think we've gotten all our thoughts out there. Uh, really enjoy the movie though. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's about it though. Um, I guess we can move on. Uh, well, I guess it. yeah. Before before we move on, what uh, what are you giving it, man? Out of five, I'm gonna eight point five. Wow, eight point five. Wow, eight point five. Eight point five. Even though I said out of five. No, I'm playing. I did I, I did say out of five, but after once you said eight point five, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. We don't do out of five on the show, so it's full. It's cool. Eight, eight out of five out of ten. Honestly, I think I can get behind that. I think I'm at a. I think I'm at a. Um, yeah, I'll go eight point five too. Hey, 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 yes, hey, 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 No, no, no. Um. Boo! You stink. Uh, so next movie we got uh none other than Ex Machina, released in 2015, directed by Alex Garland, written by Ex- Alex Garland. Machina. Starring Alicia Vikander, Domhnall Gleeson, Oscar Isaac, and Sonoya Mizuno. Uh, with a Rotten Tomatoes score of 92% and a critic's consensus that reads, Ex Machina leans heavier on ideas than effects, but it's still a visually polished piece of work and an uncommonly engaging sci-fi feature. So... Do you know what the Turing test is? Yeah, I know what the Turing test is. It's when a human interacts with a computer. And if the human doesn't know they're interacting with a computer, the test is passed. And what does a pass tell us? That the computer has artificial intelligence. Are you building an AI? I've already built one. And over the next few days, you're going to be the human component in the Turing test. Holy shit. Yeah, that's right, Caleb. You got it. Because if that test is passed, you are dead center of the greatest scientific event in the history of man. If you've created a conscious machine, it's not the history of man. That's the history of God's. No bullshit. That is 
a very strong consensus. Like that's a very clear consensus. Yeah. That's a very clear, concise consensus. Like that, that basically yeah. very polished piece of work. That's yeah. how I feel. That's how I feel about the film. Like it's yeah, yeah. It, it's it's way heavier on the ideas than the effects. Yeah. Um, like if a movie could be shit, this is like a piece of crystal that's shaped like shit. But it's a really expensive piece of shit. But it's not shit. Cause it's a crystal, but it's just shaped like shit. But why is it shaped like shit? <laughs> it just is what it is. It's shaped like shit. I really okay. You, you get? No, I don't. Okay, let's just move on. <laughs> it's a very polished piece of shit. I'm not gonna get it. I'm not gonna get it. I don't think. Yeah, like, uh, yeah just keep imagine going. it's not brown. It's blue. It's got gold. All right, flakes. we're done. We're done. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, how you feel about the movie, bro? Because <laughs> at this point, I can't instead tell. Because nigga, this, this man said it was a piece of shit. Bro, but he said it was. Girls, a, it was one a crystal. Cup, it's two girls, one Brita. So. <laughs> Oh my god. Man. Bro, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> like bro. Alright, so honestly, bro, like I loved this movie. Like, no, uh, yeah. no, yes. no, nigga. Yes. You are not allowed to do that. Yes, you are not allowed to just say, just like two girls, one cup. Except it's two girls, one Brita, and then just continue to talk about your mood, like the, your thoughts. Like, no, fuck yes. you. You're in timeout for a second. No, I'm not talking about You're in timeout while the rest of us no. process what the hell you just said. What process? I'm talking about my thoughts on the movie, dude. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, too, for y'all. I'm sorry, fan, my fans. The Quattro, uh, Quattro's, <laughs> Quattro's class. Nigga, that's the lamest <laughs> shit. Yeah, I, we still working on names for the fan club, guys. But while they, over, while they act ignorant over there, uh, over there at Ty's Takes. No, uh, <laughs> no, no. So, hey, bro, you, bro, restaurant, Ty's Takeout. Come on, come on, open it, open it, open it. You need it, you need it. Streets need it. Come on, pick it up, bro. What am I serving? Bruh. What am I serving, bro? Please tell me. If you could give me, if you can give me five dishes right now. <laughs> hey, bro. I burgers and fries. Hey, 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 hey. Ties, burgers and fries. <laughs> uh, let me let me let me get a let me get a let me get a fly guy tie. Hey, that's one dish, burgers and fries. Uh, no, we're done. We're done. Yeah. How the fuck did you feel about that? I felt I, I loved it. I really really liked it. I love that it has like four characters. It, like yes. doesn't give me yes. a lot. Like it focuses a lot on characters, um, and we get to to interface with different characters for a lot more time than we normally would with the ensemble cast. So uh, I really like that. Um, or larger ensemble cast. This is still an ensemble cast, but right, right. Um, a larger ensemble cast. Um, really enjoyed that. Also, really liked. Um, I'm sorry. I'm trying not to fuck up his name. Dom Hall Gleason. Yeah, I, I don't know how to pronounce it either. Yeah, yeah. Dom Hall yeah, Gleason did an, did an amazing job. Uh, Oscar Isaac did an amazing job. Alicia Vikander. V Vikander. Yeah, I believe it's... I'm not sure how to pronounce her name I've heard either. it Vikander. So that's why I was like... Okay, Vikander, Vikander might be like, it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Vikander did a really good job. Also, if you haven't seen her in Tomb Raider, like, check her out. I like I actually uh, like that movie. More importantly, if you haven't seen her in The Green Knight, check that out. She's fucking phenomenal. That too. That too. Continuing on, I really like the story. I love the ending. The ending was fucking wild. Like she just decided, like, oh, like you thought I was gonna love you? Nah. Like the whole con was that, you know, yada. yada. I don't want to spoil too much for you guys. Like go check it out. But nah, polished. Uh, love the love the cinematography in this one. It was really really good. Um, I love the character design. I love the set design. I love the music. I love the the setting. I love the performances. I love. I love. I love this movie. Um, and this is the first time that I watched it like critically. I'd seen it before. Like, this is another one that I'd seen when it came when it had come out. Um, but I definitely appreciate it more having seen it. You know, watching it for the season. So, yeah, fuck with this movie, heavy. Hell yeah, bro. I'm I'm glad you do. I uh, this is my second time revisiting it, or excuse me, my second time watching it. Um, the first time I saw, actually saw it during quarantine, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and it was, yeah, it was quarantine and I liked it, but I, I did find myself getting, uh, being underwhelmed. I don't exactly remember why per se. Um, 
because I mean I do remember why now that I think about it. Uh it, it was it was generally not a good like cr- criticism to come away with. I think I just had too high of expectations. I don't know. It just worked a lot better for me on this time around. I think I might have been paying more attention. It also could just ju- could just be because I'm a different person now. Uh, because like the critic consensus says, uh, the movie works and it, I think it functions, uh, a lot or no, I think it lives and dies by its ideas, by the ideas that it presents and the discourse that it, uh, it has, uh, basically within itself, because you've got different, you got so many different perspectives between, uh, Oscar Isaac, who is fucking amazing. Like that man is so talented. He's a great actor. Uh, Domhnall Gleeson, uh, really hope I'm not uh, butchering his name, but he was great as well. Um, but just seeing their dynamic alone was interesting just because of just, just what it, just what it is like the, the big hotshot CEO genius guy. Uh, is he the CEO? Point is he's the genius. He's the founder. Yeah. Founder, uh, genius guy, uh, with, uh, just an employee that you know got lucky enough and won a raffle. So that was just like uh, very interesting because it's very obvious that Oscar Isaac's character, because he's so smart and just he and so rich, he's just removed from reality and humanity. And just it, it, it there's just so much interesting stuff that happens there. Yeah. And just by virtue of the movie literally being about like an AI, like is. There's so much that there's so much that they do and talk about when, with regard to what is consciousness, what is life, uh, and just like like really getting into the nitty gritty of that. Yeah, I and, loved how he kept trying to like he was like, bro, like take out the analytics, feel it, like get to know this person. Like, yeah, yeah, and cut all the bullshit. Yeah, and because and but like, and they're thinking about that, like, what is that even? What is yeah. it? What does it mean to do that? Like, how do you really? Prove because that was something that like the entire movie because the the premise of the movie is uh you you, you Domino Gleason's character comes to uh Oscar Isaac's character's house um and just to test an AI that he's built uh and the entire movie is basically that like just them discussing that and just like the experience of that as as well as obviously like the the more sinister stuff going on in the background right. but. It's just so interesting, uh, like the ideas that they present, just because it is it is thought provoking. If nothing else, it's something that'll make you think a little bit. It's like, oh, well, because there are certain things that we take for granted, like what it means to be human, what consciousness is, all that stuff. But if you really take a second to think about it and someone asks you to think critically and define it. It's it just opens up avenues to really like sit and reflect on just a lot. And it, it I love movies like that. I love doing that in general. And when movies are able to get me to do that, I just respect them so much more because only movies that are well thought out and uh movies that I think people put a lot of thought into and work into uh have can have have the capacity to have that effect. Yeah. Um is there anything also this movie is fucking horny as shit yeah uh lots of lots of sex actually gone girls i think no 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 handmaiden jesus sorry oh yeah no i'm I'm not saying it's the most horny i'm just saying looking back at all of the movies in this set we're looking at three-fourths horny's dick i beg your pardon like the only one that i can think of is not horny yeah is the last one yeah and that one yeah that one's not horny at all Kinda, but nah. it's it's horny in a different way. It's it's horny. I'll, I'll, it's horny in a very. Please explain that later. It's, like, it's horny in a very different way. <laughs> um. Uh. But yeah, Ex Machina is great. Uh. And I loved it so much more in the rewatch. Uh. I used to think Alex Garland was really overrated as a director. Um. What else? What else have uh, they done? Uh. He did uh, Annihilation, mm. which um I forgot what year that came out, but that. Uh, was starring Natalie Portman uh, and Jennifer Jason Leigh, and uh, Tessa Thompson was in it as well. A couple other people. Um, yeah, that, I, I'd like to revisit now, that now, though, just because you know, who knows? Might be my, maybe my opinion might have changed, but um, yeah, it, it was just a Ex Machina is a great film, uh, and I, I get it. I get why people love it so much now. Because when I first saw it back in 2020, I was like, ah, I don't really see it, man. Like, I get it. It's good, but I don't I don't really get it. But now yeah. I get it. Yeah. Annihilation sure. came out in 2018. Yeah. Thank you. And then he just had Men come out in 2022, mm-hmm. which was 
uh, an experience, a movie uh, for sure. I've had a lot of interesting conversation uh, about that. So, how many men? Uh, all of them. Just men. All of them. All of them. All of them. All of us. All the men. All of us. Yep. Cool. All the men. Nice. Uh, but what you giving X Machina, man? How how you feeling? What you what you rating? Eight point five. My turn. Nice. I mm, I think I will agree. Eight point five. Is this the first time we've done that? Eight point five. Eight point five. Eight point five. Eight point five. Eight. Yes, sir. Uh, damn, that's wild. I don't wow, think look at us. Agreeing and shit. Agreeing and Ain't shit. Ain't that something. Ain't that about a... But enough of that. No, that Let's... shit was wet. <laughs> hey, y'all just not going to have the context for that one. Y'all just yeah, going go to y'all go just have to yeah. figure that one yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, figure that one out. Uh, <laughs> um, but moving on, uh, another great, great film uh, to be talking about here. Very excited. Uh, we have The Handmaiden, released in 2016, directed by uh, Park Chan-wook, written by CEO Kyung Jong and Park Chan-wook, based on a novel by Sarah Waters, starring Kim Min-hee, Ha Jung-woo, Cho Jin-wung, and Moon So-ri, uh, with a uh, Rotten Tomato score of 96% and a critics, critics' consensus reading. The Handmaiden uses a Victorian crime novel as the loose inspiration for another visually sumptuous and absorbingly idiosyncratic outing from director Park Chan-wook. I think this is low-key of today's movies. I think this is the highest uh, audience score as well as uh, critic score because the audience score on this is a 91 and the critic score is a 96. And I think the the two movies we talked about prior have both uh, been less than that in the low in the in the high 80s to low 90s respectively. Uh, Gone Girl and Ex Machina. But <sighs> enough about that this movie does a lot of things fucking right yeah it does just, a lot of fucking get right things. into it yeah it does a lot of fucking things it, yeah. correct yes, it, it does it was giving what it was supposed to get right nah i really enjoyed this movie um it's like i don't even know where to start in terms of like what i liked most let's go cinematography loved it i loved the, the camera um placement Mm. I love the way that they frame a lot of their shots. Mm -hmm. I love the tracking shots. I loved everything about the way they colored this movie. Uh, also, shout out to Fly Guy Ty for putting me on the picture mode on the TV. Oh, uh, movie mode. What is yeah. it called? Yeah, it's a. Uh, it, it, I have a Roku, so it's a uh, movie mode. I don't know if like all. I don't know like the different titles for, yeah. this, for smart TVs, but for the Roku, but yeah. But the designation specifically for films. Yeah, like, movie mode, definitely. On, yeah. And I could be wrong on that, but I really, I genuinely believe that movie mode uh, just makes, when I'm watching something more cinematic, even when I'm watching like a TV show, I always put movie mode on. Really? Okay. Yeah. And then I usually, like if I'm on YouTube or something, I'll put, I'll take it out of movie mode. But like if I'm watching like The Boys or, um, you know, uh, Obi-Wan or Minx, or anything, like just anything like that. Like I'm, I'm putting on movie mode just because like it feels like the most consistent with what like uh, filmmakers are going for. Got you. Okay. Yeah. 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 No. So uh, watching it and that, you know, made a difference and I, that I noticed and I liked it a lot. So shout. Thank you for that. Yes, sir. Um. No. But yeah, cinematography was amazing in this movie. The performances, bro, bro, bro. Everybody just everybody was cooking, firing yeah. on all cylinders. Like there Great was. Job. Great they, job. Everybody just did an amazing job. And the story was just, oh, God. Like, it was so thrilling. Like, I was in it. Yes. Like, I'm yes. sitting here like, yo, what? And then, like, the where you get to the point where the big twist happens, and you're just sitting there, and then it gets explained for the rest of the movie. I'm like, wow, dude. Like, this is really, really fucking interesting. Um, what else did I like? 
Uh, definitely one of the hornier movies, like the most horny movie that we watched. So yeah, far. I, I'm going to go out right now and say the it's the horniest movie we've done so far. Fact. Like, yeah. every the, the yeah. horniest movie, we probably the horniest movie we've talked about uh, ever on, on, yeah. on the show. Um, yeah. If not, and <laughs> A History of Violence popped into my head, but it's nowhere near as horny as that. Or like, oh, A History of Violence is nowhere near as horny as The Handmaiden, but... A history of violence is so laughably horny because it comes out of nowhere. It's just yeah. like, you just you you pop in and you're just like, like oh, oh okay all right all right I see you I see you Mr Cronenberg yikes <laughs> <laughs> yowza <laughs> but not nah, not nah for actually I do want to speak to um don't speak to me anyway uh, I do want to speak to your point about uh, the twist being. Uh, so so strong just because I and I, we won't I will definitely not I don't want to talk about this the twist here just because I feel like there's some things that I'd like to preserve I feel yeah. like you should try to go into things certain things blind yeah I will not say anything about the twist for the handmaiden but based on things that I'd heard prior to it I had an idea of what happened uh, but still in execution it was one way better than I thought it was going to be mm. uh, and two they still i still was in the dark enough to where it worked but even then that's my point like it's such a it's written so well that even excuse me even if someone did know about it it still would work well just cuz like yeah. watching it unfold like that's the thing with uh good with good media good stories i should say specifically if you're if even if you're given a spoiler if it's good it won't matter like the spoiler isn't going to take away from your enjoyment that much. Like you'll you will yeah, lose fact. the visceral, like, oh shit, I didn't know that was gonna happen. But like still, if you, you can still be sucked into it if it's done well. And the handmaiden is a although masterclass I agree, although it's never how it's done well. I agree, although it's never happened to me to where I'm like, oh, like shit. Well, it was good, but like I still wasn't in it. Like I haven't had a like on the the two major times it's happened. I didn't get that sentiment. It's still like it, and it was fine. The reveals were fine. One being Han Solo's death in Episode Seven, right. and then the other being uh, Captain America using Mjolnir in Endgame. Oh man, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually kind of sucked. I'm glad I didn't get spoiled on that. That one. was the only spoiler, and I saw it months ahead of time. And then, but when he did it, I was like, I definitely remember reading about this, mm. but like I'd forgotten, but then remembered immediately yeah. that I'd seen it before. So I was yeah. like, oh shit, it was a spoiler. Um, but that's nah, always. But the I definitely worst, agree yeah. that like. Uh, if you're spoiled, if you're even if you get spoiled, if it's good enough, it really won't matter. Yeah, for sure. Although for it's sure. never happened to me, but I definitely could see how it, how that could work. Exactly. Like, like there's there's just some things like if it's good, it, it's good. If it's good, it's good. If so, it's good, it's good. Yeah. For but sure. nah. Speaking of good, uh, the Handmaiden uh, is really fucking good. Yes. <laughs> uh, and yes. I really, really, really like that movie. What do you think? Uh, yes, agreement. Full stop. Nothing. No notes. Correct on all fronts. Uh, I think the movie looks. Excellent. I've only seen two Park Chan-wook movies, um, and the man is a genius. Like both of his movies are basically perfect. Um, the, excuse me, both of the movies that I've seen um, are essentially perfect, top to bottom. Uh, like it's it's incredible. Like, and this is I'm sure. Obviously, there is like there is some there's some media out there. There's some stories out there that I wouldn't care for, but. I'm telling you, man, every time I decide to watch like a Korean movie or a Japanese movie or a Chinese movie, they fucking hit. Yeah, fact. Like they they really fact. have like storytelling and filmmaking down to a science over there, bro. Like they really like, they just understand that shit so well. Like, and it's it's so fucking it's 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 just I love it. Um The Handmaiden being no different. Uh it was so cool. And it was also really cool because most of the time, I think other than Parasite, that might be the newest. A Korean film that I've seen like off the top of my head I'm sure like if I went mm -hmm. through my letterbox I'd find some other shit some other Asian cinema that uh has that I've seen within the past like few years but 2016 is a more uh more recent one relative to what I'm used to seeing which is like usually shit from uh the pre pre 2000s uh but it was uh, this movie is great man just like performances like you said like everything you said like I, there's not really much I can say that you haven't that you didn't already say uh performances spectacular uh, like the look of it, spectacular. The, the music is is on point, um, and it, it's just editing is also solid. Like it's just like it, it just ah, th this is what movies can be. Like this is like yeah. 
this is what a movie can be if if you know what you're doing. If you know what you're doing, you have the right people involved, you have the right parts involved. This is what cinema can be. Um, and as soon as the credits rolled, it like I knew like this is it. This is a five star. This is a new all time favorite of mine. Like that was it was that it was like that for me just because it it hit every it checked every box like and it wasn't even like a one of those like I need to think about it like it was like a nah like as soon as it ended yeah the only thing that I disliked was and I didn't even dislike it I just was like this is cheesy like the ending uh, there's a there's something that is used during the ending uh, a, an object. I'm like, ah, this is. Goofy. I I don't this know. I really liked it. I loved it. I thought maybe, and I, I would say, I'm. I would not be surprised if upon rewatch, I feel differently because I'm sure that I know like the 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 weight attached to the object, so it makes sense. Um, but I still was like, just watching it was like, this shit is like. It's not funny, but like it's goofy. Like I get, like it's, I don't know. I got a re- I got a very different read of that scene. Fair, like fair that, enough. In, in, in the object, fair so enough. I was like, cool. Fair enough. I liked uh, it. It, was very, it felt very full circle to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. Which is like the thing that like it's it's one of those like I can on but, paper I can understand why they did it, but the seeing scene seeing the execution of it, I'm like, ah. If they didn't do it, I wouldn't be like, bro, why didn't it? Like, I wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been a Knoxville movie had they not done exactly. it. Exactly. So that's you. that's something that like if I'm a if I'm a writer and I see that and I like see I'm like okay, and I'm, like I'm the director, I'm like, all right, we'll shoot it, we'll see what it looks like, um, and we'll we'll see. But I'm I'm gonna be honest, I'm not really sure how this is gonna translate. And then I know myself, I know if I were to see that on screen. I would be, and I don't know. Maybe this, maybe it was like a. Um, it, it took a lot of like work to get to actually make the cut, but mm-hmm. I know that it would be at the very least, it would be a question whether or not that made the cut because it might still make the cut. But I just know that personally, it was something that like uh, kind of stuck out to me. But I think that's enough, like we've at this point just been uh, rambling about how great this movie is. So I think we can rate it and get on to the last one. Let me get a ten out of ten. Yeah. Oh, easy, easy. Yeah. Ten out of ten. Not even close. Um. Just yeah. Just and we we keeping it in line today. Like we we eight point five, eight point five, ten. Let's go ahead and see if we can uh finish the episode in sync. Now, folks. Uh, it's time for us to get into the last movie of the day. Last but not least, we have Get Out, released in twenty seventeen, directed by Jordan Peele, written by Jordan Peele, starring Daniel Kaluuya, Allison Williams, Bradley Whitford, and Catherine Keener with a Rotten Tomato score of 98% and a critic consensus that reads, funny, scary, and thought-provoking Get Out seamlessly weaves its trenchant social critiques into a brilliantly effective and entertaining horror comedy thrill ride. You're so scared. (laughs) You think it was your fault? How do you feel now? Why can't I move? You're paralyzed. Just like that day when you did nothing. You did nothing. Now, sink into the floor. Wait, 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 wait. Sink. I'd agree. I'd agree. Everything I said in the handmaiden, just erase handmaiden and put the get out. Great this, great that, great this, great that. Um, never has a movie like and not even never has a movie because I don't even want to say that. But Jordan Peele figured out like he knew his audience, he knew them well, and he made a movie like for them. And like, cause I feel like this movie just does not hit for anybody that's not black the way it hits for black people. It can't. It literally can't. I man, I I took a Black American cinema class, um, and in that class, I wrote a, a paper about Get Out, um, and I wrote about how it's incredible to me that he was able to effectively make two different movies. Because for a black person, a lot of this stuff isn't even scary. It's just like, oh, this is funny. Because like I 
This is yeah. nigga, this is real life. Like I'm, yeah. I'm seeing myself right now. Yeah. And for white people, it's like, oh shit, is this actually what it's like? Like, is this? Have I done? Because like they can see themselves yeah. in yeah. like some of the things that they've said. Obviously, he goes to the extreme uh, during the auction sequence, yeah. or like, or not the auction, like all the white people, where they're saying like they're coming right out and saying like microaggressions like yeah but like i've had something very similar where someone like will make a comment about tiger woods to me and yeah. i'm like i don't nigga that means nothing that to means me nothing to me and it, and it's just like it's it's so incredible to me just like you said like he knew his audience but he knew like the dimensions of his audience right he knew like how this would hit for a black person because you're right it will never hit for a white person the way it can hit for a black person uh, but he knew the way it would hit for a white person, and he and he knew what he was doing, and he really was able to make something so like mutually effective because it's effective for black people and yeah, white people. He perfectly alike. weaved his social critiques into the movie effectively. Yes, like yes, and, and which is which is like something that people try to do very often, and it almost always falls flat. So like to for sure, to, to for watch sure. to watch it done be done so masterfully, it was like wow. Fuck, that's this is good. Yeah. Um, Daniel Kaluuya did an amazing job. Uh, I liked him a lot. Definitely think this was one of his breakout roles for sure. Um, also, it reminded me a lot of his character. Oh, it in definitely Black Mirror. was. Yeah, because I think because I liked him in Black Mirror. Like I loved his role, and then and I'd seen that episode I, after seeing Get Out. Yeah, I think this was like because this was definitely the most popular thing he'd ever done to this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because he done black that Black Mirror episode. I think was like 2015. Nope. Um, I think it was. I think it was sooner than that. But it was. It was. That was a really good episode. I actually would like to revisit that. I haven't seen. There's a lot of Black Mirror I'd like to revisit, but I think it might depress me if I tried to watch it now. Um, it's bro. And when I started watching it was late during quarantine or right after, and so like it was very like I I had to stop. I was like, yeah, no, nah, this is a little too. It's a little yeah, too it's, much. It's just gonna start to hit too close to home. Especially like I feel like every day I wake up, some new shit is happening. So I'm like, all right, well, this shit is more and more like a goddamn dystopia every day. Whatever, I guess. I'm not no, I'm not doing that right now. We're not this ain't this ain't that. But um We're about 2011. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. fucking. That's a, yeah, I, I told you. Like that's almost a, a whole decade. Yeah. Well, I guess it's only six years, but still, that's a long time. That's a long gap in between. Um, I guess that just goes to show never give up on your dreams. What was he doing in between? Because that's a lot of time to be without work. No clue. I'm sure he was doing I'm sure, some Yeah, shit. I'm sure he was doing yeah, he was small doing shit, shit we haven't yeah. seen. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So but to, um, to get his big this was his, definitely his, his big breakout. Break. Yeah, this was his breakout. And he and he he fucking took it and you know knocked it out of the got park. an Oscar now. Yeah. Not because of this movie, but you know, he took it, got bigger projects, and now he's an Oscar, a major a best actor winner. I think that was best supporting. Best supporting. That was, best, was best supporting. supporting. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me. For Judas and the Black Messiah. I, yeah. Yeah. Because you were saying that. I was like, what movie? I was like, oh, yeah. yeah another one Messiah. of my all time yeah, yeah, favorites yeah. Judas and the Black Messiah. I am, I am a revolutionary. revolutionary. <laughs> that movie's fucking oh, awesome. Fuck, bro. Yeah. That movie's great. Uh, uh, but Get Out is also great. Um, and I just can't sing its praises enough. Like, just the thrill ride, the psychological thriller. To all the dials up to a hundred, like it's amazing. Like you're, the whole time you're singing to you, you're like, bro, what? So like it literally told me like when I'm when I go see Nope, uh, this year, like I'm gonna go see it like critically and like as myself twice, and then I'm gonna go see it again in a black theater. <laughs> but I don't know. But do I want to like experience it for the first time with a bunch of black people? Because I normally watch. I feel like critically. if you watch it, I mean, I feel like as here. How about this? If you go opening night, you're almost guaranteed to see it with a bunch of black people. Right. Because that's the one thing. Because that's the one thing black people will always turn out for, like, a, a person who's sh- who's proven themselves. Yeah. Like, Jordan Poole. Or Poole, damn it. Wow. He, pulled, he proved himself, too, though. You, you know where my head is at. Golden State Warriors 2022 NBA champions. Fuck what you heard. Um. Uh, but now Jordan Peele has re- What else have they heard, Ty? Like, like, I don't, that's that's where I'm stuck at. Like, <laughs> hey, bro. I don't know what else they might have heard, but just in case they heard the wrong shit, the Golden State Warriors won the 2022 NBA fucking finals. Let's fucking go. And Steph Curry's the finals MVP. You're goddamn right. Goat, man. Goat, man. That's him. <laughs> he is him. All right. Anyway, we're not. <laughs> this ain't that. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. 
Um, I feel I feel like if you see opening night, you're guaranteed to see it. You're you're, you're going to see it in an auditorium full of black people because they always show up on opening night. Because that's how I saw us, and us was hilarious. Because really? I had, um, I look, you had a bunch of jits in my theater, so it was really? like it was like a bunch of like I could tell they were high school students. So yeah. they were like, you know how high school yeah. niggas are. So they were just like, you should stood up, be like, hey, set that down. <laughs> but it was funny. It was it was a funny yeah. movie. It was a fun time. Like, dude, seeing that seeing that first the the tethered family for the first time in that bro, theater, bro, dude, bro, what that bitch said. And then it was like, it was like dispersed. I was like, I was like oh, oh, fuck. Y'all are in y'all trouble. Toast, y'all bro. are in trouble. Oh said, <laughs> hey, man. What? What? Oh, girl. <laughs> that kind of sound like Adelaide, though. No cap. <laughs> hey, you do, bro. You do. You could have been her, uh, her stunt double. Um, absolutely. Everything he said about get out though is basically how I felt. Um, get out of town. Yeah, bro. I mean, I remember when that movie first came out because seeing the trailer for it because this this came out uh, 2017. So I wasn't even into movies for real. Like I liked them. I watched a lot of movies, but mm-hmm. I didn't. I I didn't really think about them for real when I was watching them. I was just like, oh yeah, I like that. I dislike that. Blah blah blah. And so this was like, and before that, I was even uh, like before now, I used to not really care for horror movies just because like they would scare me and so like seeing the trailer for this i was like man this is like this looks like some shit that i want to see though because obviously of course it is because like seeing marketing to like an 18 year old 17 year old black dude black kid uh it's like duh nigga this what you want to see this is you like this is your life this is like just this is made for you this is your life (laughs) go go watch it um and it was it was a really great time i saw that like when it first dropped, I think I saw that shit like an obscene amount of times. Like I saw that movie so many fucking times, mm. uh, and so like I got that shit. A lot of that shit is burned into my memory, um, but it, it works so well. And I was so glad to really get a chance to break it down and write something about it um, last year, uh, just because it's always fun to really break down shit that you love and understand it on a on a fundamental um really basic level so that was really cool but at this point i feel like our thoughts are pretty much out there um I'm, and i'm sure we'll be continuing to talk about these a little bit more in depth once like if you've been here for the last season you know but if you if you, you weren't know. you you'll find out very quickly uh the the bracket part of this thing gets really intense really fast so it's really fun yeah. uh but i think we can just go ahead and read it rate it now yeah. you ready uh yeah uh, two out of ten You heard me. Two out of ten. Oh, what do you mean? Two out of ten. You just plus eight. So it's ten out of ten. Give get out a ten out of ten. Yo, y'all don't know how far we've come. My friend can do math now. This isn't. My friend can finally do eight. math. Eight he minus, knows. Eight minus two is six. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. Um. <laughs> Uh, oh, I guess I'll, I'll, I mean, obviously 10 out of 10 for me, five out of five. Like this movie is like must mute, must see uh, cinema. This is, it deserves to be in movie uh, museums. If I ever taught a film class, I would teach this. Bro, you would be the worst film professor ever. Like the content would be great, but you would be an asshole, <laughs> bro. Like How would bro, I, I would a- fail your class. <laughs> I would fail your shit. Like, I could definitely see myself failing your class. Well, come back next semester. If you do become a teacher, I'll, I'll take your class. Like, I'll pay for it. I'll take your class. I'll I, sit in the back. I won't say nothing. Like, I'll take notes. Bro, I cannot take you seriously. I'm expecting nothing but an A, like, for the whole time, though. Like, I just want you to do that now. I'm not doing no homework. Nigga paying to get an A. Like. Yes, I'm not doing no homework. Like, <laughs> I'm doing this for you. What? I mean, I appreciate I'm not going to tell you I'm taking it either. Like, you go look at the role, see my day, be like, nigga. <laughs> You're gonna text me. I'm not gonna answer too. I'm gonna just start the class. Brought out the bushy tail. It act like I don't know you. I'm be like, and be the only nigga that call you Jaden. I'm be like, I'm wow. like, oh, Mr. Jackson. I'm be like, hey, Jaden. So tell me why it get out. I'm like, wow, bro, wow. Can I'm I a be whole professor. TA? I'm a whole professor. Can you I can't be your TA? Fuck no. Damn, nigga. TAs are usually, you know, students. <laughs> it come teach you the fam. Uh. Like I said, 10 out of 10 for me. Um, I really... (laughs) 
Well, I ain't teaching the period. <laughs> I'm not teaching the period, no matter where it's at. Check right enough, you teach it. <sighs> yeah, that's true. But hey, it's a teacher. That, nigga, their checks to, are never right you, enough. I teach you how to dougie for a check. So. Their checks ain't never right enough, nigga. It's a teacher. You forgot we live in America. We don't care about them. I'm finna move. We only care about guns. Um, and I oh. Just know this nigga lives on left wing lane, and um, <laughs> you don't like it. Niggas in left wing lane. I, however, reside in Republican town. I live in Republican town. Shout out to all my family got listeners. There's a really funny song called Republican Town. <laughs> that shit's really funny and yeah. really racist, but really funny. <laughs> like, they got a song on that. That show crazy. That show got a song where the nigga was like, You don't thank the Lord, you thank the whites. Thank the whites, thank the whites. Oh, you don't thank the Lord, you thank the whites. This is Family Guy, bro. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Bro, this shit is. They gave us M and M and stories like J Crew, energy efficient lights. <laughs> oh, for all this awesome, neat, wonderful stuff. Oh, you don't thank the Lord, you thank the whites. Damn, this motherfucker really learned that shit. I mean, yeah, because I also learned. A bag of weed, a bag of weed, everything you need is a bag of weed. <laughs> hey man, this this episode has been I'm here derailed. all day, guys. We're all day this week. This episode guys. has been derailed. Um, thank you guys for for tuning in. You guys can find the pod uh, everywhere you find pods. Um, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, uh, please leave us five star ratings and reviews. Helps us get organic exposure. And as Cyrus just said, um, we don't have bur- listeners to be burning, and we're going to be l- losing some. From the shit that I'm saying. Oh, I wish y'all could see what he was doing. Uh, but uh, yeah, leave us five-star ratings and reviews. And share us with a friend if you know anybody that'd be interested in listening to two dumbasses talk about movies. Um, right, let's, let's not beat ourselves up. You're right, bro. You're let's right. love ourselves better than that. Right. If you want to listen to one dumbass and another person that really likes movies, uh, definitely tell them to check out our show. Um, see, bro, you looking at me like that. I didn't even say who's who. You can catch me on Instagram <laughs> at Quattro IV to Pip and C in the U. And on Twitter at underscore Quattro IV. And on Letterboxd at Quattro Cuts. Oh, man. Um, you can find me on the gram at flyguy.ty, two eyes on fly. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at flyguyty7, two eyes on fly again, of course. Uh, you can find me on Letterboxd at FlyGuyTie7, two eyes and fly again, of course. Same as my Twitter handle. Um, I'll be tweeting a lot, so check me out there or don't. I don't give a fuck. Instagram is cool. Um, oh, bro, I forgot. Y'all can also find me on the Truth app. No, 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 no. At uh, Quattro is Eagle. Um, yeah, we just we talk about a lot of great things over there. Um, yeah, the Truth app. Check me out. Don't. Don't tell me the truth that is. You know you know exactly what the truth that is. Don't tell me the truth that is. You know is. I'm verified on the truth that. Don't don't tell know. me the truth that is where 45 at. Oh, 45 at. I'm 46. I think Joe Biden is actually. But yeah, I could be 47. 47. <laughs> All right. Um. So thank you again. Really, really appreciate y'all for tuning in. Um. We'll see you next week with another great episode. Uh. Y'all are the best. You are too. <laughs> this is so fun. Couldn't do this without y'all. Really appreciate it. Um, we can. And share. We share will be because you keep burning listeners. So. <laughs> share your thoughts uh, with us on any of the movies we've had to talk about. If you think we're crazy. If you also think The Handmaiden is the horniest movie ever made. Um, you know, tweet at me. Tweet at the show. Brackets and B-roll. Brackets underscore B-rolls. Hit us up on Instagram. Uh, all, all that good shit. Uh like I said, next week, we have another last movie, last four films, or excuse me, last four uh, movie reviews. A lot of good stuff in that last set, yo. Really, really excited for y'all to check that one out. And then after that, y'all already know what's going on. It's the motherfucking bracket. Shit finna get lit. Shit finna get cracking. Y'all already know we about that action. Ain't nobody like it. Uh- <laughs> you can't keep getting away with this. What? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Nah, for real. Uh, I think that's enough, though. I'm rambling at this point. So if you made it this far, I really appreciate you. Um, I love you guys. Thanks yeah, for listening. I hope all of y'all get a thousand dollars in the mail. That's not happening. Like, don't, don't, don't be giving people false hope. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. Hit you with the Clint Barton. Don't.
give me hope. I'm, I'm sorry. It, yeah. That's just, probably be, not just wake up tomorrow and choose greatness. Yeah, now. literally. Do that. Do that. Yeah. Unless, I get it, though. Life do be hard, so. I don't. Be take great. it one day at a time. No, nah, be great. All the time. Okay. Well, when you wake up in the morning, make sure you've chosen greatness. Okay. Love y'all. Well, uh, without further ado, I guess, brackets, brackets and B-rolls. B-rolls.